Welcome to Nid's Nidra podcast. I'm Nid, your host, and I share this podcast to bring spiritual embodiment to life in this world. We explore a practice each month through contemplation, meditation, yoga nidra, breathwork, and ways that we can live and express ourselves more fully through our work. Please share, like and subscribe. Enjoy. Hi, I'm Nid and I am a karma guide and business consultant and this month I want to talk to you about your brand and your business name. So I've done more legal technical uh, videos before around branding and trademarks and copyright. So please do have a look at those if you want to think a little bit more about those technicalities. In this video, we're just going to touch on a couple of aspects around deciding your branding and how it is that you can make it the most all-encompassing of what it is that you are here to share in this life. So the first tip that I wanted to share with you is thinking about your core wound. So most of us come into this life with some degree of key lesson that we seem to repeat and repeat throughout life. And some modern day sayers would call it the mess in your life is often your message. So it's the same principle. You want to use this because it's going to be the place that you're going to be getting the most wisdom, the most knowledge and the most experience that you can talk to and therefore share. And the best way that we learn is when we teach, is when we share and give that knowledge with other people. So even if you don't see yourself as a teacher, but you're a healer or you work in some other wellness modality, it is through whatever that core message is that you are going to be sharing those kind of angles of what it is that you do. So that might help you a little bit with maybe the look and the feel, the name of what it is that you want to offer, or maybe coming up with a tagline and some of the hashtags that are going to go with your brand. So start with that just to help you get a sense of what it is that you are about, that you seem to talk a lot about, that you seem to repeatedly experience as a learning lesson and find yourself talking to it because you're trying to process and understand it yourself. The next thing I'm going to jump onto from that hashtag kind of uh short tagline approach are symbols that you might want to use to help you build energy around what it is that you're going to offer. So you might find that there's certain images, certain symbols, certain colors that really resonate with you, that help you with learning that core wound, that message, certain words that you really love, that you're really drawn to. So start to just build a little portfolio, even if it's just in your awareness, or maybe you wanna make a Pinterest board and begin to collect what those words, what those images are, and start to see how that looks, what's a common theme, and when you're in different moods and different uh, mindsets, how is it that that resonates and, and fits with you? 
you'll want to be unique. You won't necessarily want to use something that's already made, but at the same time, there are really good common symbols that can portray and give across a lot of messaging to people's subconscious minds. So be aware of the symbolism that you might be choosing. Does it resonate with you? then it's gonna resonate with your people. And that comes on to my third point, who are your people? So maybe you kinda of know who they are, maybe you've decided that you think they're going to be a certain group of people. And you might want to explore that group of people. You'll also want to look at yourself, look at your journey. What is it that you've been through and the messages that should have been gratefully received by your ears at those different points? because those are the kind of people and the kind of message that you're gonna be wanting to share. So get a sense of who you were, and those are gonna be your kind of people. They may not be in a set work environment, a set geographic place like you. It's the energy, it's the thought, it's their mindset, it's their emotional state. That is who you're looking towards. So you want to be thinking about who are those people like you. They don't have to all be mums. Maybe you're a mum, but maybe they're not mums, but they've got similar energetic and emotional resonance to what you've been through. So just take that moment to check in with those people. Where are they found? And what kind of things do they look for? Like, what did you used to look for? What were the things that you used to like that inspired you and lifted you up? So that then brings us into the uh, legal and traditional marketing speak of competitor research. So looking at people around you in your industry. Personally, I don't find competitor a very good word. It's an old kind of paradigm word that has a low vibrational energy to it. I much prefer to work at what inspires me, what uplifts me, where do I wanna move into? We're often looking at wanting to move our energy into a new place. And that means we wanna connect with people who are in that place we're trying to move into. So look at what inspires you. Do your own thing in that field. But get a sense, again, what are the colors? What are the language that they use? Like, where are they? And again, use that in your Pinterest board with those symbols, with those tags. Like, what is it that's gonna uplift and move you into that? And that's gonna inspire your people to come to you. Right, so what is it that's gonna make them go, oh, I wanna go to you, because you're doing the same thing that uplifts you. So be really aware of what it is that you're going to portray is because people are gonna resonate at being drawn upwards towards you. When you're looking at those competitor choices, be aware of sarcastic or kind of too many double entendre type jokes in your branding. It lowers the vibration that you're gonna be sharing. So just be mindful that that may be a little bit of a flag for you of an area of self-worth that you need to explore because that's gonna resonate in your branding and that's going to deter people from coming to you and put them onto someone else. So notice where it is that maybe you're taking to yourself a bit sarcastically, maybe a little bit too jokily, and do the work in that area so that 
when you embrace all of yourself, you do it joyfully and lovingly and that you feel the energy and the vibration that you're creating is something you're really excited and you resonate is just going to lift you up in such a way every time you look at it, let alone when they're going to look at it. And that brings me to my final point around your branding, which is whether you have an aversion to something in your own taste. So maybe there are certain colors you really don't like and you're like, oh God, that color's really, really, ugh. You know, then you probably also want to look towards that as to why you dislike it so much. Because again, that's a place that you may need to work into in order to open up your audience so that they can resonate through the whole rainbow of what it is that you offer. So be aware of your rainbow of color and representation and whether or not you're resonating with the different colors of the rainbow may show areas of work. And again, you're gonna focus down and pick set colors for your brand that are going to feel the most aligned to your core message, to uplifting your people, to the symbolism, the tags, the other people that inspire you and lift you up and that you've worked through as to not having any kind of an aversion to. And then my final key point of all of this is we can often feel really rushed and like we need to get something up and running. If you're really taking your time and you're feeling quite slow, remember nature moves slowly. Take time and be patient with yourself to come up with the real quality of who you are. So explore, do some cheap mini branding examples and trial them out and see what fits and how it feels. And as you're doing that, see what kind of people it attracts and it doesn't attract. And what that's gonna to start to do for you is just give you a sense of where you're going towards and what's gonna work for you. Because one of the key things when it comes to trademark law is that we want to have something that is distinctive and that is something that can either be because it's so unique or it could be something that's acquired over time because the quality of it is so specific. It acquires with experience and with patience this real unique standout of the crowd. And perhaps that's what you're here to do is to be someone who takes time like a fine wine to mature into your brand. So don't rush, don't feel like you have to rush. Embrace all of those aspects and do the work on the parts of branding that feel uncomfortable. Play with words in the same way you do with color. Really explore and play and get curious and have fun with it. And when you hit a wall, you know that there is a little bit more work around your self-worth and your confidence in how you present yourself that you're gonna dive into and clear so that then you can explore even further that full rainbow of what it is that you're gonna represent. And then when you've got that clear color, look and feel, you've explored it, you've got the words down, you've got the name of your brand down, then you're gonna check out those trademark videos and do a couple of those legal checks around whether or not other people are doing it already, have something similar, and whether or not it might be a bit confusing and how may you need to explore setting yourself apart a little bit further. I hope that's helped. Look forward to seeing you on the next video next month. 
In the meantime, if you wanted to join one of the free monthly webinars, it would be wonderful to have you there to delve into all of those wonderful business basic tips that you need to get your business up and running.